welcome to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I'm Shelley Qualtera, your host. This podcast was created for you, the woman who wants more in her life, for her family, and in her relationships. We're going to spend time creating inspiration and motivation while providing you with tangible, practical strategies and tools for your life to find greater happiness, love, and fulfillment. I will provide you with real-life takeaways that have you not only thinking about, but taking action to create your fiercely fabulous life. Now let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to your episode of Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. Today we are going to unpack and talk a little bit about some of the hurdles we might feel around therapy. Because sometimes when we are going to therapy, let's be honest, it feels hard, it feels tricky, I call it the messy in the middle, and we're really going because we want to grow and we want to have new patterns and feel different than when we walk through the door of that therapist. And sometimes it feels like we're backsliding and we have to hit this messy in the middle place of it in order to address our challenges and really deal with things head on. So let's dive into it. Now that maybe we've been to therapy for a little bit, or maybe just getting started in this therapy world and thinking about how do I do this? How do I give this a try? Well, sometimes it's about growing. Sometimes it's about unpacking. Sometimes it's about creating new, depending on what we're looking for. But Let's be honest, it's hard growing into the person that you want to be or that you're dreaming of being. And more often than not, it feels like it's a wade through the muck, cry a bucket of tears, feel super messy on a regular basis. But The reality is, is that as we are unpacking and as we're going to therapy, we're not there necessarily to talk about the light, fluffy, airy stuff. We want to get to the root of the problem. We want to see where our patterns are keeping us stuck, how our behaviors are showing up, when our emotions are overwhelming and running the show. But the reality is, is that you might not necessarily be properly prepared for what therapy could be for what we don't really want to talk about because the things we don't really want to talk about are the things we most need to talk about very likely Um, and when we're doing that and finding that place in therapy the most important thing is to have the therapist that you feel really safe and connected with that you feel like you can be vulnerable with Uh, The other part of it is that you might be curious and wondering who the heck am I going to be on the other side of this, this therapy when I'm out of this, I might feel like a fish out of water. I don't really know what to expect. I don't really know how tricky this could be. Totally all normal, really absolutely normal. So let's talk about what a journey could look like or feel like no matter what space or place you're in when you're thinking about therapy. So let's talk about a few kind of key areas, things that you might be wondering a little bit about. So what if you're worrying about, will therapy change me? Well, 
Yes. And that's why we want to go. Sometimes the issue you're seeking help for actually really benefits you in making the shift to letting go of some of that challenge we're feeling, letting go and saying goodbye to the anxiety, letting go and saying goodbye to our old habits and our old patterns that are keeping us stuck. So yes, the secondary gains is that you will change through therapy, hopefully and always through the, for the positive, right? Which is pretty awesome. The other thing, maybe you are fearful of committing that you're worried that I'm not going to be able to pull through and stick to it when it feels hard. And I see this and hear this all the time from clients. Oh, session three, session four, session five, we're really starting to understand what's brought us here. We're really starting to unpack the hard, yucky, mucky, sticky stuff. And this is a time where maybe we are starting to feel fear and we're worried about, you know, what will I look like? How will I change when I come out the other side of this? This has been my, my armor and my protection for quite a while now. We might even want to resist that change by not booking appointments or just kind of fall off the radar with our therapists. But yeah, we're going to change. And that's a really positive thing. But it's going to be scary at moments. It might be fearful to let go of some of the, the things that we've been hanging on to that have felt safe for us in the way that we've been, you know, living our lives and dealing with our relationships and managing our emotions. So let's talk a little bit about you get to keep some of the really good stuff you learn. So when we think about what we gain, secondary gains of therapy is there will always be a benefit to maybe learning about your negative behaviors or understanding your challenging thought patterns. Maybe you've been trying to avoid behaving, reacting, responding in certain ways and you gain some healthy new skills and some amazing new patterns. So maybe it would be helpful to understand for yourself that there is going to be shifts there are going to be changes it is going to feel sticky when we when we need to let go of things and rebuild it is hard so when we are talking about therapy and consulting and having conversations with our therapist you get to be part of the process of refining defining staying in tune with yourself setting goals and the therapist is the one who can help you unpack and understand how to get there and so when we're thinking about how we're going to do that well we need to be vulnerable we need to be able to open up and this can feel really hard right because we maybe are, have never voiced what we're thinking, feeling in the past. Maybe we've been to therapy before and it didn't go well and we're curious about how is this even going to be any different. Maybe we're worried about what our therapist might think of us. Um, that's why having that connection and feeling really safe and vulnerable with the therapist that you choose is one of the most important things we can do but also in therapy being really honest being really open transparent so that 
when you're working towards achieving those goals and ideally having a really positive healthy relationship with your therapist that you can just kind of lay it all out there without any filter I always tell my clients my space my office is a safe place and there are no filters and whatever you say really does you know it stays in that room and you can leave that heavy hard stuff with me um, and you don't have to necessarily carry it back out of the room with you. So sometimes when we are thinking about therapy, it is hard to open up. It is hard to be vulnerable. But the more open, honest, transparent, vulnerable we can be with ourselves during those sessions to share with our therapist, the more effective it's going to be, the better outcomes that you're going to get. But we need to start small and and ease in. Um, you know, when I'm working with, with individuals, the very first session that we have is what's in, called an initial intake, where I really get to know you. I ask you questions like, what are your strengths? What makes you awesome? And what are some of the things that you're so proud of? Who are your emotional supports? How do you respond or react in tough, hard situations? You know, how do you put kind of your emotional armor on at times? But also, obviously, what brings you here? Let's understand where you feel like your challenges are. And then it's my job as a therapist to ease us in and look at patterns and habits and emotions and trauma and find all those connectors to be able to provide you with little hints and tips and suggestions and tools and strategies to ease you in step by step down this pathway to the you that you're wanting to achieve, right? And so being fearful in sessions in the sense of like not being able to feel safe, connected or vulnerable really will skew the the sessions it will hold you back from the real foundational work that's going to have the most impact on you and it's going to be tricky but feeling that support is is okay but also having a therapist who is okay to understand and uh, create focus and pathways and perspectives and being able to empower you just a little bit at the end of each session would be helpful. The other piece is that, you know, sometimes when we're thinking about therapy, ugh, I don't necessarily want to leave my sessions feeling overwhelmed and sad and full of emotion because there are times that we do feel that, but in the process of therapy, there's going to be lots of ups and lots of downs. And the hope is, especially, you know, in the way that I work with people, and I believe other therapists as well, is that we want you to feel a sense of relief by the end of each session, even if it's only a little bit, if you just feel just a little bit lighter, that you can let go of some of those sense of of burden or hopelessness or overwhelm um, or anxiety and leave feeling with a little bit hope, a little bit of a clarity around your future, being able to maybe understand the nature of your your problems, diving deeper into what's gotten you to that place, maybe understanding some of those complexities and being able to untangle um, those painful hard moments. 
I call it unpacking our spider webs, looking at all the stuff that's sort of stuck in our spider webs and how do we break pieces of it off and then how do we build different pieces of it in. So that, you know, is, is really important when I'm working with people is how do we empower you, allow you to feel lighter while giving you tools and strategies, but also looking at the web that has been developing and growing over years, months, maybe decades for you, Um, maybe weeks if it's if it's something more new or we're talking about teens. And you know what, it's really important to embrace the uncomfortable parts of the journey. So when we start therapy, it's really common to maybe want to pull back or quit because it's triggering us to bring those hard things to the surface, right? But this is when it is the pivotal moment. I say this all the time is that when we start feeling that sticky, ooh, I want to quit, I don't want to come back, that's exactly when we don't want to quit because that's exactly when we're going to start feeling and seeing and sensing the change um, in our in ourselves. And that perseverance to push through really pays off because it's usually relief along with growth and change that we see next. And those icky, sticky, mucky feelings start dissolving a little bit. So sometimes we need a little bit more of that reassurance. And if you are feeling a little unsteady, finding that, you know, you have these wobbly sea legs, this sense of nervousness, like you've been, you know, kind of hit down by a wave. um, It's really great to talk to your therapist about that and share with them where you're feeling and how you're feeling because this is a point of transition. This is the time when we start seeing the biggest shifts. So a few things that really stand out to me as as a therapist is to get the most out of your sessions. Practice outside of your appointments is really an important moment because if we note during the week the things that we've been talking about in sessions and how they're showing up and noticing um, when we might be feeling more intense motions and kind of questioning and being curious with yourself around those things, we can look at our situations with a different perspective, with a different lens and We can bring that back into our session to try and seek more clarity about this in our appointments. If we are um, maybe not doing some of our practice, I always say, you know what, not doing the practice is and provides me with just as much information and knowledge about what's happening and going on for you as doing the practice. Because when we're not doing the practice, that allows me to ask, where are the sticking points? What's making it hard? Why is it tricky? Um, and when we're doing the practice, okay, what have we noticed? And and how are we, um, you know, seeing these emotions or questioning our perspectives? So go anyway, even if you, you've done it, the practice, or you haven't. And I hope that your therapists are giving you things to be able to practice that are real tangible for you. And it also creates, you know, um, a, a t- some talking points in session. So jot yourself down a few notes, do a voice message to yourself. 
And, you know, being able to really express yourself in those sessions when you're going um, and speaking about maybe frustrations you're having in therapy or frustrations you're having with maybe not reaching a goal yet or ways that you're starting to feel that you're improving or reflecting on some of the things that you have been practicing in therapy are really great motivators to continue but also to understand that you know how can my therapist help me get to where I want and need to be able to go for myself along with taking about a think about like okay I'm here because I do need change I'm ready for change I want change and if I can take some time to find that perfect fit for me with a therapist where I'm feeling safe and connected and able to be vulnerable then that is where I know I am going to grow and shift the most and if you're not feeling that it's okay to move on from your therapist. It's totally all right to find someone where you feel like you're going to be a better fit and checking them out. So I hope this session has been helpful. Reach out if you have any questions, whether that's for me or about like, how do I find a therapist? Uh, I hope you've enjoyed today, friends, and I look forward to seeing you in the next session of your fiercely fabulous life. Bye for now. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. Please be sure to share with any woman in your life that needs more. Have a great day and see you soon.